not corporate communications associate. Um, I work in, in Apex. In, in, in layman English. In layman English. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so corporate communication means that everything communication, I cater to it. Or rather, my team and I cater to it. Um, oh, so kindly find that that's super releases, Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so from press releases to events to TV appearances to public relations to everything that is public facing for my organization, we're in charge of making sure that everything is consistent with branding. So mm. I think mm. that that's what nice. in a nutshell, yeah. just putting it <laughs> in a concise way, that's what we do. All right, that's what I do. That's cool. Okay. So how do you double into mental health? What do you carry you call mental health? Uh, as in a, it's long. So, <laughs> so I've kind of known about mental health, but I wasn't really fascinated by it because I'm a Nigerian. But <laughs> eventually, I think in 2015, after I lost my sister and my uncle and my grandma in like a space of five weeks, I... <laughs> my life was not the same and so i just noticed that i wasn't functioning properly and one day my friend was like adam i think you are depressed i think you should go see a type of therapist i'm like who is depressed are you joking that's not me i'm good thanks but um she just went behind my back and got me a a session with a thera- with a psychologist in National Hospital Abuja, and they kind of cajoled me to get there. They made up this thing that someone that was close to me was in the hospital, and so I had to rush there. <laughs> and then I got there and I saw everybody there. It was like I felt like at that point they were doing like sort of a intervention intervention for me because I was falling apart I didn't realize I was falling apart and everybody around me was worried sick and so at that point they just they just had to state that intervention paid for like three sessions or so for me and made sure that I went like they used to come and pick me from wherever I was just to make sure that I got there and then afterwards I think I felt better to an extent and I was like why do people have like such bias about this thing and that was when I went into like full research mode and then my coping mechanism was also writing so I used to write a lot journal a lot then started putting it on my blog and somehow people started knowing me as oh I don't talk about mental health about around it um, um, eventually translated to me doing it on IG and yeah it just became a whole thing <laughs> and I think that I'm really grateful for it because I'm a better person for it and the people around me kind of know that oh, you just have to go and meet Adana for something like that so yeah that's how I dabbed into mental health <laughs> 
Awesome. So how's it been for you? Like, you know, we know that you're like a mental health advocate, right? And so like, and you use your platform, like use your social media platforms. And like from what you're saying, like people that are close to you also know that you're like very verbal about mental health and all. Yeah. How's it been? Like, how have you, like your <laughs> experiences with interacting, you know, with this particular area? Um, Absolutely. I would, I would say that it's been interesting, honestly. I think that at first, my friends used to make fun of me, like, you are a crazy person. All of us know you are a crazy person. Now you put names to it now, and you now feel, I'm now feeling like, oh, okay, your Chris now has names. <laughs> but um, eventually, I think that... Um, also, some of my friends, I mean, we're all adulting and stuff are happening to people. And then somehow they started seeing me as, okay, I don't know if it's a safe space to go to for stuff like this. She knows how to talk to us about it. And I always have like, also because of the advocacy that I do, like I now started having a lot of psychologists, friends and therapist friends, which I have absolutely refused to be my personal therapist because they know too much about my life. But um, I always, you know, when my friends come to me for stuff and I know that I always, I'm very vocal about, I'm an advocate, not a psychologist or a therapist. There's only so much I can do for you. And so I'm always like, okay, so when my friends come to me or say people just randomly DM me and say oh I need someone to talk to I try to be like the first level and say okay so which of my friends should I take this person to that can deal with this issue um, and so it's been interesting I would say I think that I've gone from my friends making fun of me to them actually taking it seriously and I think I've successfully tried to ensure that some of them have gone to therapy just because I think that they need it. <laughs> they need it. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes they don't realize that they do. Um, so yeah, I'll say it's been interesting. And for me, it's been positive because I've been able to help people see mental health differently and therapy differently yeah i like how you said like you have found a way to be like people's safe place because like you know how like mental health is still something that people are embracing there's still a lot of like yeah connotations to it but it's always cool to find that amongst that five group of friends there's somebody that is still yeah. like oh yeah like you know you're not crazy or it's not so weird you can yeah. find help and just being that safe place so well done that one well done Thank you. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to check the room because I realized, you know, we, we were just checking in with you to kind of know, like, uh, to just get to meet you briefly before we get fully in the conversation. Um, we haven't done an introduction of the podcast. Um, Shall do you have any, any more questions before we just dive in? I mean, low-key, we've already kind of started, but, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, so I think we can just um, start. Um, we can keep it... Um, kind of like personal 
Uh, so we would um, walk up from, you know, our personal experience, not like too detailed or anything else. And uh, we could start with, you know, uh, our, what inspired our, you know, um, affection for mental health advocacy, personal experiences, you know, things that are first therapy experience, you know, debunking some of the myths <laughs> and uh, yeah. um, we can walk up to where we are right now, which is, you know, the general, you know, public perception of mental health and how we are gradually changing the narrative one person at a time and then we'll get up with Google. That's fine. That's, I think All that's right. a good place to start. Okay, cool. So, let's do... Oh, that's it. This is absolutely... No, you said it. Jeff, did you hear him say absolutely? He has caught the bug. Anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, do you want to... Shall I think you introduce the podcast so that... Oh, oh really? Oh, really? Yeah. I have that feeling right now like your dad telling you that you can hold your remote control. Like, you can do it. Jump. I'll catch you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So, <clears throat> let me let me get my voice in in tune. In check. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Microphone check. One check. Two. Ikoro do one two three. Ikoro do one two three. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. I think here we go. Hello, hello, everybody. Um, welcome to. Sh- hey, stop. Sorry, it's shameless. On a shameless. Grace, so do you have a king? We need you, Grace. Shameless podcast. Do you know? All right, so oh, it's on a shame podcast. <laughs> well, uh, I said jump, I'll catch you. <laughs> ah, that's that's what my ex used to say, but <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. let's do this again. Okay. All right, um, one, two, three, um, go. Hello, everybody. Um, Shola is here again. Um, this is their favorite podcast. Um, proudly unashamed. Um, we still Absolutely have everybody in the house. <laughs> mm, completely unashamed. Totally unashamed. You don't, you don't have shame. You don't have shame. Oh, no shame, brother. <laughs> All right, so you know how this goes. Um, we have Adaisy in the building. Adaisy. Hi, people. Your favorite girl back here. <laughs> and although she forgets most of the time, she's still a clinical psychologist, psychotherapist. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Thank you yeah. for ever reminding me. I mean, uh, this wokeness, this wokeness has taken away. It's the Gen Z people again. Oh. Yeah, very, very it's infectious. Okay. And of course, it's your boy. Psychology, psychotherapist. I know what is on your mind. <laughs> you can read minds. <laughs> uh, I hope you enjoyed the last podcast. Um, but we're not alone today, are we? No, we have somebody really special. I would have said she's a namesake, but then you know, we her parents were like, Oh, let's change the remaining half. Mm-hmm. So, we just stick with yeah. the prefix and then it will be namesake, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Wink. <laughs> okay, that's not weird at all. That is very, very. On brand. That's on brand. 
Alright, so we'll have our guest introduce herself to the people. Drum roll. Hi guys. <laughs> Hi everyone. My name is Adana. Um, Ada for short. That would mean that Ada is an iron name six at that point. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a so we have Ada Pro. Yeah. And Ada Pro Max on. <laughs> wow. So it's Pro and it's Pro Max. That's so Adana to the Pro Max. Definitely Adana. <laughs> Wow. Well, I'm sorry about this. <laughs> no, it's okay. Well, I know how I'll deal with him when we're done. I'm not violent, by the way. Just for the oh. <laughs> oh god. Um yeah, my name is Adana. Um I work nine to five corporate communications associate. Um I'm still getting used to that title, but yeah. Um and also mental health advocate on the on the corners. Mm. Well, we're so glad to have you here. Today we're going to be having like amazing conversations. But I want to start with, you know, the part where you're like you're a mental health advocate. Just tell the people what it feels like or what it means when you say that you're a mental health advocate, because I feel like everybody should be mental health advocates you know but people might be wondering like what does that mean what does that, what does that entail how can I be a part of that so like um, tell so I'm very passionate people yeah okay so um, mental health advocates first of all I would like to clarify to everybody that I'm not a clinical psychologist like I did there <laughs> um, I'm also not a therapist I just do first level I just ensure that people at least within my network of people that I know have a quite understanding of what mental health is and so far it's been interesting it's been an interesting journey um having gone from actually going through um going through my own mental health journey to talking about it being more vocal about it and people you know coming into a wokeness of what of what mental health is all about and being more comfortable and unashamed about mental uh, health and I see why you did therapy. You see, you see I'm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pro Max. Pro Max plus plus. <laughs> but yeah, just making people get more comfortable about talking about it, being more vocal about it and mm-hmm. going to therapy um, without any stigma. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's been it's been an interesting journey. That's and beautiful. I think that people have started getting more comfortable with it. At least people around me, I still have friends who are very uncomfortable with it. But it's, it's a work in progress. It's a work in we're taking yeah. more person at a time. time. Yeah. Shola, I heard Adana talk about how like, you know, because she's verbal or vocal about mental health, she's been able to like make more people feel comfortable. I thought that, that was very magical. For me that was a magical moment in that statement because it's like the more more people can welcome and talk about mental health and its challenges and its growth yeah. with grace, the more you allow people to be themselves, the more you allow people to be 
comfortable enough to say, hey, I'm struggling. Where can I get help? Like, and I think that that's the beauty of having people like you, Adana, you know, like who are like advocating and saying, hey, I'm not ashamed of this because of course there's nothing to be ashamed of, you know? Yeah. Um, So yeah, thank you for giving us that, you know, that brief intro. English. I have a question though. I have a question I've been, I've been meaning to ask. Um, Adana did make mention of the fact that, um, you know, she, I expressed into mental health was from a personal um, experience. So I don't know if she, she, she's brave enough to kind of like give us some (laughs) form of insight into that. Like what happened to you? Who served you breakfast? <laughs> like served me a lot of breakfast. Um, so I think it's and yes, I'm comfortable sharing. I I think it's um it started off in twenty fourteen. Yes. My sister was diagnosed with cancer. Um so we thought that you know it was something that we could save and nine months after we lost her um but it wasn't just the fact that we lost her it was the fact that even i think my uncle passed first because he too had cancer as well and so we lost my uncle first and then my sister and then my grandmom died a day after my uncle's burial like i i believe my general conclusion is it was just too much for her yeah. <laughs> so, um so yeah we lost her and all of this happened in a space of five weeks or less and it was just a lot and for me because i'm the first child um, and she's my younger sister. So literally had to, my parents were grieving a lot. And so I had to like step up and plan the burial, you know, be this strong person for everybody. And then afterwards, I that's when I started grieving. And I grieved probably worse than every other person because I was suppressing a lot. Um mm-hmm. And so I wasn't, there was no, immediately after that, I had to go for NYSC. So it was just a whole lot of things happening at the same time. Um, And so after the whole experience, I, I, well, I didn't notice. My friends noticed that, oh, I was no longer the bubbly person that they know. I was no longer the lively person. I was always wanting to be in my own space. Um... My friend I was staying with at the time during NYSC was, she noticed that I didn't used to sleep. I used to have like breakdowns, random breakdowns. I used to, I just started, if I, I was spiraling out of control and one day it was like intervention for me and they, my friend called me and she's like, I think you're depressed. I'm like, who is depressed? I'm not depressed though. And she's like, I think you are. But yeah, it's just hard for you to wrap your head around. And I know, Joe, I'm not depressed. And but before I knew what was happening, they stayed an intervention, lied to me that something was happening in the hospital, only for me to get there. And I saw my friend, and they had gotten booked like a session, like, I think like three sessions for me with a clinical psychologist in Federal National, sorry, National Hospital in Abuja. And I 
had no choice but to sit down there and attend the sessions. And afterwards, you know, it helped me so much. I started researching about it because I'm a low-key nerd and I just like to know, like, more about stuff that are helpful for me. And so I started researching about it. I'm like, oh, this is a huge thing. And, you know, the more I was reading about it, the more I was so fascinated. And I'll be talking to, like, everybody about it. And they're like, Adana started. Babe has started again. <laughs> like, she has started again. And um, journaling, writing. I used to have a blog then. Um, so it became like an outlet, like a coping mechanism for me. And so I used to write about, you know, how I was feeling on my blog. It kind of moved from that to... Instagram because I mean I like to my friends say I'm a share I like to like if I know something every other person has to know about it and so it just moved from that to where were you when I was in secondary school <laughs> I would have passed where better. was that where was this version of me when I was in secondary school it would have been great I would have had some age <laughs> I know right I, I would have I would have done way better than I did <laughs> But yeah, I think that was how I started, you know, because I, I became more um, vocal about it. Everyone around me, at some point, I just had to put it on my bio, on my Instagram bio, like a mental health advocate. And from there, it just became a huge Thing, to be honest, I started getting random. I used to get like random DM, like people wanting me to come and speak somewhere. And come at, I'm like, you people, I don't mean self, I'm struggling. I'm just, it's as I'm walking through this process, I'm talking about it. So, <laughs> um, it became a thing. And yeah, that's really how I got or dabbled into mental yeah. health advocacy. Yeah, I wanted to point out something that you said that I think is so important and also like very humble is that you, you when you're introducing yourself, you're like, I'm a mental health advocate. I'm not a therapist though. <laughs> because like... Mm, because. Because. <laughs> because. <laughs> just because. You know, like I just think we're all, we're all important. You know, like everybody. Yeah. It's like even in the mental health space, there's still like psychiatric nurses. There's yeah. the doctors there is like everybody you know and so I think it's so important that when we begin to um, serve as advocates and helpers and caregivers like we're very clear on what we can help with there are also yeah. things that a clinical psychologist will not be able to help with and they would probably yeah. you know um, direct you to a career coach and just everybody's important so yeah. I like that you you know you were able to say that hey I can also serve as the middleman between you and the next level of help that you need yeah. Um. And you know, like I've heard people say, "Oh, I did therapy, but it was with my friend." And I'm like, oh, "I don't that's understand therapy. That's not therapy. <laughs> like it's that's not okay. therapy. That's gossip. <laughs> no, that's just oh, we're drifting, we're catching up. Yeah. And I feel you. You feel me. But like, it's not yeah. therapy until it's done it's with a professional. So please, we can't even me as a therapist. I can't even do therapy with my family member because no, no. you know it will be therapy anymore <laughs> and you know so I like that you made you know you, you kind of differentiated that so that when people also come across you they know that hey I can meet Adana yeah. for this and 
she can connect me to this or even by virtue of yeah. the information that she provides I know what next to do right to do I I always do this thing where it's like when I remember a friend of mine she she was having like has her, her own issue was um the personalization and I remember yeah. like when she was talking to me because I have read a lot about yeah. immediately she started talking I was like this is what is wrong with you and I started like explaining it to her she's like okay so should I come to you next hotel I'm like eh I'm even freaked out so you know what's <laughs> gonna happen I'm gonna take you <laughs> I'm going to find someone that can handle your secrets I'm not a professional I just know because again like I said looking at I've read about it and I just kind of pissed you and so I'm like okay I might be wrong go but this is what but you will need someone that is well back in this mm-hmm. so you know actually put like do proper checks and all of that and and actually diagnose you and then put you on like a proper plan on what to do but okay. this one I, I can't <laughs> I can't do yeah oh thank you so much for like public sharing disclaimer. all of that. Mm-hmm. Public disclaimer, um, mm-hmm. Adana is not a nerd. Um, nerds <laughs> play Call of Duty and watch anime and read mangas. We don't go about researching mental health. Thank you very much. Don't try, don't jump on it. I, actually, I don't understand why people watch animes, but let's not do that. We're stopping this podcast right now. Like, um, thank you for coming, Adana. Uh, we won't be calling you back again. <laughs> How dare you? I won't be talking anymore. Let's continue with the podcast, please. Thank you. Please, oh, I'm sorry. I said it. I was like, ah, Shola, I'm so sorry. Ah, Shola, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ah, it pay me as in I won't lie. I won't lie. <laughs> Did I speak that correctly? We'll be we'll be we'll be having a meeting with um production management <laughs> at the end of this, you know. <laughs> so anyways, okay. Um, so do you wanna do you have any questions for Dana? Um, I oh, yes, I have lots of questions. Some of which I can't ask on her here. But oh yeah. my god! <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! I feel like I've got my sunshine <laughs> Well, she just downgraded her OS from a Pro Max to probably the, the iPhone 7. <laughs> iPhone, yeah. Techno. So, wow, but that's fine too. <laughs> so, um, okay, so you you had therapy and um, it went yeah. by prison and um, yeah. your response to it as far as part of your recovery is to advocate and get more people on. How does yeah. that make you feel as a person, you know, like personally, you know, like um, how does it reinforce you? How does it help you with your mental health? You know, doing good always, you know, incites the pleasure centers of the brain, you know, in ways that you can't even begin to imagine. So when you lead somebody down the path of recovery by being the first person to introduce the person to, um, you know, professional mental yeah. health care and things like that, how does that make you feel when you sleep at <laughs> Nice. Hmm. I have my answer to this is very interesting. So at first, it, I I get a lot of satisfaction from it. To be generally, I get a lot of satisfaction from it just because I know how important it is for 
people to get therapy. And for me, even getting therapy is even way beyond, okay, I'm, I'm feeling like this. I even feel like even when you're feeling great, you should still be in therapy, right? Um, and just deal with, <coughs> excuse me, and just deal with, um, you know, trauma and stuff. So for me, it even goes way beyond that. But I think at some point, in this whole process for me I got really overwhelmed and I stopped like off the grid a bit I think for a year and it was because I didn't realize that you know in, in when doing all of these things you yourself have to also I okay I always say that as much as you pour into people, you should ensure that you're pouring back into yourself even double. And I wasn't doing that. And I got there. I think one day I went for like a, a my friend used to do like a close circle. Um, it's not therapy, but like a close circle session kind of. Like support group, yeah? And I came back that day. Sorry? It's more like a support group. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's the word. A support group. Very small. She does like 10 people max support group. Um, with I think she used to do it with Olama um, Foundation or something. She also has a mental health um, organization. And I remember coming back that day and I just started crying so much. I was just crying a lot like throughout the night I was just crying and it was like it was too much and I at that point I realized girl you haven't been in therapy <laughs> in a while you have to go back and go and sit down there and so I kind of just I stopped because it got very overwhelming for me and so I just even off grid so, um, social everything and went back to therapy for my own self and now it's like okay and then now when you pop up or stop and go back and fall back into yourself again pop 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 go back pour into yourself but so it's been a very satisfying journey but at the same time even um more that i need to take care of my own self first and then continue to help other people take care of themselves if that makes sense so yeah yeah absolutely mm. um that is that is very very um inspiring basically because even as therapists um we sometimes um get overwhelmed by things that we get to hear and things like that yeah. and yes we're supposed to kind of like you know separate your feelings from your work but then you know we're also human beings and sometimes yeah. it could be a bit overwhelming i've worked in um even palliative care where you know the, the, the mental health workers and the health workers that work in that space are always in therapy they are always in therapy yeah and because of the the eye you know incidence of traumatic experiences that you get to see yeah and you know live through the experiences of the others it's almost as if that happened to you and if you're not careful it can really really you know weigh you down and then yeah. you won't even know until other people start telling you there's something off about you you're behaving yeah way and things like that so it's it's really nice for us to have this conversation around how these things typically have so when you're trying to help other people be also mindful about your mental health as well because even yeah. therapists get therapists you know? yes i say and that a lot it's not just <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it's not just about putting yourself out there, there yourself, but then be smart and do it in a safe way, basically. Yeah. yeah, I also like how, like, generally, you know, people have started having more conversations and around how even the people that are supposedly looking like strong and you know, yeah. like people who are mostly like caregivers, caring for other people, like how it's important that they take care of themselves, but also like you hear things like check on your strong friends, you know, yeah, because your strong friends also need help, and even just being like you said that they're not being in a position where you're like helping and pouring and pouring into to other people like you can't pour from an empty jar you know so if there's nothing yeah. left then you're literally empty and you probably will start draining um so i think it's important that you mentioned that as well cool stuff let me say one thing you know before we go on um when you talked about you know the the time and i, I imagine that that period of your life was a really difficult one so i'm really grateful that you were able to share that with us and you know like i hope that you find healing as even as you progress but um yeah one thing that was very very outstanding for me was that you said your friends you know set up an intervention for you which i think is very important because there might be somebody listening right now who knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that is struggling and you're just like i don't know what to do but i know that they are not okay and one way of one way you can also be a mental health advocate is to set up an intervention for for them. Yeah. You know, maybe like you can pay for therapy for them. So like our sponsors on Google, you know, has a platform where you're able to gift people therapy. And we, you know, they did that because really we realized that there's more to like just oh go do therapy sometimes it's difficult for people and so you might ask how can i be an advocate being an advocate can also entail like paying for therapy for somebody you know so um just wanted to put that out there wanted to put out intervention as a very big way that we can also be advocates in this space yeah completely completely i agree because even sometimes i feel like you're going through like you start to the impact of what you're going through starts to weigh down on you mm-hmm. and you don't even realize it at all until other people around you start to point it out to you. I'm a very big exactly. suppressor. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I suppress, I am a slow thinker, so I process very, very, very slowly. And so it's like something can happen to me today and it will take me like two whole weeks and I'll, it will take me two weeks and I'll come back and be like, wait, wait, that happened? Mm, are yeah. You, are you joking? <laughs> that happened? And so now, even even because I am like that, I I am very vocal about it. It's like, please, we tell me something to do. Please don't expect a reaction from me today. My reaction will come soon. It's coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, is 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 that it's also to have a community of friends who know you well enough to know that oh my this baby started something is wrong something is wrong with her and she needs to like get to it do with it right now yeah. if not it's going to get out of hand so yeah I think it's really mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yesterday, while I was at the mall, um, there was a guy in the parking lot. He was kneeling down on one knee and he had a ring in his hand. Nobody else was there. I hope somebody didn't propose to you and you kind of like just forgot about it and you'll get back to it in three days' time. 
Oh, Shola. <laughs> I swear that actually my friend said that my, I might miss my engagement with the way I am. <laughs> so that might actually be a situation that my, I see me. Let's go and call the guy. Let's go and call the guy to get up close. It's the fact I'll that do I better. thought he was heading somewhere with that beginning. I'm like, more bao, man kneeling down bao. Shall I be warned? Be warned. Yeah, you like you. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, Sadly. <laughs> oh, Sadly. God. I actually thought that he was heading the guy at the mall. <laughs> oh, God. Shall I, are you sure you're not the guy you're even referring to? Because. Me. Me. I thought you I was going to say that they jilted the guy and the guy was crying on his knees. Jilted. But African man like me cannot kneel down to propose. You just do it. I just do it. I go and pick your ring. Go and do it. Some things on you right now. Some. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. So I think we're wrapping up. You know the podcast. Um. So you've been using the Unguvu app. I I think that you used the Unguvu app. Um, Adana so let us I know what do. your experience has been if you do I do I funny enough I had when I got when I heard about it on Twitter I downloaded it and I didn't I didn't really pay attention to it then my friend um, I think you guys might know him Jude from Get Equity <laughs> was like oh Ada have you tried this Google People's app I'm like uh-huh, what do you want me to do with that again and then I had to like that was when I actually then opened it I'm like huh and then I saw the ADHD um, diagnosis that was coming soon at that point I'm like hold up hold Hold it off because because I it was very 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 timely because I I I really strongly believe I have ADHD but I'm like I'm not I'm not going to I don't want to go to the hospital and get diagnosed so there's only so much I can take as an adult adult in Nigeria please <laughs> so he was I feel you and he was like oh no you should do it that he you know he got diagnosed and that he spent a lot of money and I was like but that maybe I should just wait up till you guys get when you guys roll it out and then actually just use it and instead of going to going to get diagnosed somewhere else I was like you know what Hmm, I should do that. And then I started checking out the features and I saw the therapy rates. Let me tell you people that I have been missing out because whenever I have to debit my account to my therapist, if I start, <laughs> I know I'm doing it for my own good. But like the rates on Google, I'm not sure how you guys are pulling it off. We don't know, yes, but then, you know, thank you for the kind. We're doing a victory lap right now. <laughs> We're grateful for it because literally my friend just, because I was just making so much noise about it to my flatmate and she downloaded the app and I think she paid for three sessions for a month and she was like, this is where I've laid my camp because both of us are in therapy and she was like, whenever we have to pay for therapy, she we just I'm like it's not even necessary why am I doing this it's not even important for me I like it's very important for me but like you get (laughs) (laughs) please help us tell the people on Twitter I have to pay for it that amount of money 
<laughs> so it was it was nice having seen those beautiful rates and now I know that every month I just have to bring out like that amount of money. It is 27k and for a month <clears throat> that's a deal. I'll take it. Thanks. And also <laughs> I, and also the prices the prices are remain the same despite the increase in the price of fuel, gary, beans, rice, ankara. Because then you can then go and go and meet someone to vent about Nigeria too and feel better at a cheaper rate. Because honestly, Nigeria is enough for us to vent about. I don't want if I get into adult in Nigeria but just that's a whole other podcast. So let's not do that. Let me focus. All right, thank you um, for that. Uh, it, uh, it's really always good when we hear those kind of feedback from people that interact with the application itself. Yeah. So do jump on social media and give us a tag where, you know, conversations are coming up, you know. You can also tag Adaisy as well. She's on most social media and myself as well. Um, Apple, are you on, Adai- you're on social media? No, I'm not that happy. <laughs> like, I'm a ah. millennial. Thank you. Are you not? You don't me like a, a baby boomer, but that's okay. Yeah, well, I'll do it. You know, Adana, 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 there will be life after this podcast. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you that, you know, we rise by lifting up of others. <laughs> Don't worry, thank you, Shola, for pointing that out, for fighting for your people. I don't like you. I don't like you very much. <laughs> and I like everybody. That, that's, don't worry, it, it, it will grow on you. Okay, awesome. We've had great conversation, like literally, Adana. Thank you so much for the joy. Like, I just wanted to say that. You know, the thing about podcasts is that we don't get to see each other's faces while we're talking, but it's the fact yeah. that your energy... Your oh, you're lucky I didn't see your face while we're talking. <laughs> you're lucky. Wow, Shola. <laughs> Shola, respect yourself now. Kilo day. Like right. I was saying, Namaste. 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 <laughs> Um, thank you so much for bringing your energy to the podcast like we're so grateful for the time that we got to chat with you and I think that you've literally um, been an inspiration to anybody who's listening because I'm sure that there are people who have taken a lot from you and are going to like pay forward you know so thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you you for having me absolutely alright so thank you Adana Um, it was lovely having you around and yes, I, I almost forgot something. So on the Google Health app, there's um, quite a lot of free engagement. And she made mention of some of the free psychometric screens as well. How be that these are not standout diagnostic criteria, but they do help yeah. people put more perspective into it and probably get you know further psychometric assessment in terms of diagnosis done by speaking to a therapist and getting those things done. So our screens are not typically you know concrete diagnostic criteria itself but they do help put perspective to this they just wanted to say that as well right 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 i want i also wanted to say thank you for the push notifications it's probably the only push notifications that i enjoy getting (laughs) and it comes right on time so thank Mm -hmm. you very much 
for that. That'll be Julius, yeah. That'll be Julius with the beautiful messages every day. Yeah, she's my girl. She's my girl. We're announcing her engagement soon. I can marry you. Push notification. At this point, right? Right? It gives you all the children that you need. I know. Whatever makes you happy. It's not 2020, by the way. It's 2022. Oh, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I told you, I'm sure we said this thing, baby boomer. Hmm, don't kill. Give me your home address. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Anyways, thank you also to our sponsor on Google Health um, for sponsoring. And we've mentioned the Google Health a lot during the podcast. So please be sure to check out on Google Health and download the app on your mobile devices so that you can begin to explore the goodness um, on there. <laughs> Right, right, right. So I guess we're good to go. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, and like we like to say, oh, we have to tell Adana what we like to say every time we wrap up the the podcast. Okay, okay, okay. So get your so, pen and paper. You jot things down okay. so you can take things away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So we like to say that all feelings are welcome here, but we'll all like actually say together. All feelings. All feelings. All feelings are welcome here. Are welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like we like to say as we round up the podcast. All, all feelings. All Thank you guys for listening. See ya. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.